but yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's nice to hear the original voice, the inflection of the actor and stuff. But okay, well, <laughs> it's again, you're just pretentious. <laughs> this is like a perfect lead-in to our podcast. Yeah, here. so uh, here we go. Rhyme free doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'll re I'll actually make a recording of that. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, good day and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry, primarily between the years of 2004 to 2008 when I was in high school. Each week we hear a selection read aloud for what may be the first time and we'll examine it for its historical, philosophical, and literary qualities. Always asking, why in the world did I write this? I am dragging my dear friend Dave with me on this journey into my old private journal. Dave, so sorry in advance. You're welcome, and I'm already upset. <laughs> now, ex explain to me why you are upset about this project. <laughs> well, uh, I enjoy good poetry... I enjoy reading good poetry, and for some reason, I have to read your garbage. And it will be wonderful, and I'm excited, but I'm yeah. also upset. I can assure you, this is uh, this is not good poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have uh, dug up my old journal, my wolf covered journal which was given to me in 1999 by my sister for a birthday present and um we're gonna dig through many many poems that that fill these pages oh, um good. bad handwriting uh, spelling errors galore and it all written in pen because i'm that bold so <laughs> You never make mistakes, so you just figured you could, you could hammer out a poem once. Oh, for sure, yeah. No, who needs to edit? <laughs> it just flows. Uh, speaking of which, this is our pilot uh, program, so there may be need to edit and and change up format as we move through this project. Um, but what we're envisioning to do here is uh, read a poem each episode. Um, pick it apart, and at the end of the episode, we'll ask if it's good or garbage, and we'll see what we've come up with um, for for each one. <laughs> Some may be longer or shorter than others, really depending on what we find in these in these um, words, in these truths, words. shall I say? Ugh. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. I feel like that's going to be my common refrain in this series. Just, mm. ugh. So for those of you who like to do drinking games for podcasts, uh, <laughs> anytime Dave makes a disgusted sound at me, you you have your sip of something. Be, be careful. Be <laughs> very, very careful. Make sure it's a, it's a lemonade or something. <laughs> Well, Dave, should we should we start? Sure, let's jump in. Okay, our first poem comes to us um, 
Between the date of March 21st and May 2nd, 2004, I didn't date this poem, so I could only base it off of the two journal entries that surrounded it. <laughs> um, the poem is titled Truth. Ugh. Here we go. Had to, had to. Yep. I ask that you refrain from making any noises until the end of the poem. Of course, of course. This is a professional poetry reading. Whew, so much pressure. <laughs> what is truth? Something said to make things sound right? Is that truth? Imagination made understandable? Is that truth? No. Truth is reality. Truth is life and death. Truth is what people don't understand. Truth. Do you know it? Well, that's the end of this podcast, because I can't do this. I'm sorry, folks, that we even tried. <laughs> oh, man. I, I want to make fun of you a lot, and I will. But there were some interesting points in there. I think Okay. There was- so I mean, this, yeah, this leads us into um, first impressions here. Um, yeah, what what did you hear? What did you like? What did, let's stick with what did you like first. I think the okay. The... What did I like? Um, <laughs> I feel like good poetry always has a question at its core. Uh. Usually it's not just outright stated as the first line of the poem. But I I think that this is something that is really like human. It's really something that people always wonder about. It's kind of like that constant question that eschatological, or not eschatological, that uh, ontological question of being, of truth, of reality. So I think there's something good there. Yeah, I mean, for for a fourteen year old um, having an existential crisis, <laughs> right. I think, uh, yeah, I, I kind of said the the quiet things of poetry rather loud here, <laughs> rather than gently whispering into the mic for ASMR. You shouted it from a mountaintop. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know what truth was, Dave. <laughs> Uh, but okay so my first impression is this comes off real cocky to me <laughs> i think i think i the, the the little snarky question at the end of do you know it makes it come off as if i knew it i'm giving answers here like is that truth no i know what truth is it's reality life and death um yeah i think it that way Oh, okay. Snarky like that. Because, I mean, as someone with a religious background, what is truth has some uh, meaning to it in scripture, because that's what Pilate asks Jesus. Sure. Yeah. And so what I hear this as is, do you know it? Do you know truth? Because I feel like we can ask that question really easily. Do you know truth? Do you know what is true? Uh, no, it, I, it feels very freshman 
uh, first philosophy class. <laughs> but that's a good start somewhere. Sure. No, I think the faith aspect is a is a big part of these um, first couple poems that we will be diving into. Sure. Um, for context's sake, and I'm really glad you brought that up, on the page to the left of this poem in the original journal, I wrote the following sentence. My goal in life is to express my Christianity through my music and writing. That's all I wrote. Um, and so I do think that there is there is uh, questions of faith within this first poem. I think uh, this was a time when I was dabbling more with kind of a fundamentalist uh, creationist faith. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, growing up in, in kind of a conservative Ohio setting, it was just in the air. And so I was kind of swept up with it. And that's where I think reading this uh, in hindsight, I get the cocky nature of the final question because I thought I had the truth at that point. Hmm. Um, I, yeah, I've, I mean, I've clearly moved on from that, that kind of phase <laughs> in my life and my faith. But it, it was, yeah, it clearly... Maybe I, I clung to that creationist understanding because it felt so solid in a time of, of such change. I mean, right. high school is rough. This was freshman year. Uh, puberty is rough. Everything is just crazy as a, <laughs> as a teenage boy. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, I think that that adds a lot to this. Um Kind of giving that context helps because the the question of what is truth is something that people continually struggle with over and over and over and we keep coming to what we think are end points and it often i i know that i i would have had similar opinions in like middle school and high school where i know this and then i get to college and i know this other thing and then I continue on through my life and I know this thing and I feel like that's kind of what I'm learning as I'm getting into my 30s it's just like oh every three or four years I think I figured it out and then the world changes yeah <laughs> yeah it's like it's it keeps getting uh unmade right I I actually kind of like the line, looking back at this now, um, imagination made understandable. Uh, I don't know. I, I Okay, what, what are your thoughts on that? I have two thoughts. First one, I a little bit gag, just like, oh, imagination made understandable. But like, I, it's a useful way of framing it. Like, it's... There, there is no such thing as, like, truth in that way. Like, truth can't truly be defined because you can find true statements, you can find truth... Um, I don't know, I don't know how to say that. But I feel like truth, imagination made understandable, is like a really good jumping off point for our, our understanding of truth. 
Yeah, kind of like what what you were saying is that as we as we age, as we gain new experiences, it how we imagine the world, right? Our our kind of truths that we hold on to uh, shift and 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 grow and change and and morph um, to where we can f- make it understandable for ourselves. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I- and as someone who enjoys uh, reading fiction, I feel like that's uh, that's kind of the direction I'm seeing it from. Like when you read Lord of the Rings, nothing in it is true. Aragorn didn't exist, but like there is truth there. And it's out of someone's imagination that I can understand something true about the world. That's, yeah. what, that's what good writers do, Aaron. Well, you know. i mean having read lord of the rings in the fifth grade i clearly that (laughs) that world building was in my mind and ah yes no i mean tolkien um tolkien was a genius oh that leads into something else so when i um later typed these up into my anthologies which we will get it more into uh, as we move through these poems uh i i gave myself the pen name ag with the intent of <laughs> having that jrr type feel yeah. so anyway great all of your favorite authors do that george rr martin i don't uh, read J. that actually rolling you know you're picking you know, all of your favorite authors <laughs> You're picking the worst examples. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it, Aaron. Oh, man. Okay, so we've kind of gone from first impressions, what was going on, um, even maybe what else could be learned. Uh, is there anything, like, legitimately poetic as far as structure within this? Um there's no rhyme. Right. Very no free No particular verse. meter, yeah. Yeah. I, I use the, the repetition of a question. Mm-hmm. I think that that kind of call and response for it does set it up, especially considering the last line, leaving it on that, um, not a repeat of the question, but a reframing of the question. So yeah. I think there's... I mean, there's there's legit poetry there. I'm not going to say good, but I'll say no. Legit. It's uh, I I assure you, it's better than some. <laughs> I think there will be times when we uh, question if it actually is a poem at all. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Yeah. So that's that's truth, Dave. That's truth. Yeah. Did we uh, gain any? Uh, insight any great takeaways from this these words of of a 14 year old boy (laughs) (laughs) you know where i always go for true wisdom 14 year old boys who are trying to understand the world yeah they have it they have it figured out they truly have it figured out i clearly had it figured out back then oh I'm glad I could lean on myself for this. <laughs> no, I will say that imagination made understandable. I, I think that is something that will stick with me as like an actual line. I think that's 
that holds value. Yeah. I did want to make fun of you for truth is life and death, because truth is almost never black and white. Oh, oh, I disagree. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, maybe this is very materialistic, but I think that there are some very definable beginnings and ends that that you can mark uh, with a meter or with a with a measurement and say that is that is that is a true fact. That is a true fact. <laughs> I mean, I I agree with that to a degree, but I think <laughs> that kind of goes back to the earlier conversation of. I agree with you, but what's going to happen in three or four years that changes my mindset? Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I don't know how long we've been talking, but um, let's uh, wrap this up with the question that we will end each reading with. Is this good or garbage? Huh. I like that. Uh, on a scale... Of good to garbage, I'm going to say that this is partially processed compost. Oh, there's something there. Right? There, there's something there. Something could grow out of it. <laughs> something <laughs> could grow out of it. <laughs> it's not good. No, I oh, will. No, no. I will agree with you with that. It, this is not good. Poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I, yeah, I wouldn't throw it in the bin. I'd maybe want to plant something in it for later i like that yeah <laughs> plant something in it for later I like, I like how you found the gray in my in my Woo! in there my options no already there's <laughs> no life and death good or garbage dave give me a straight answer <laughs> <laughs> this is garbage no <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I think we should probably end our time with, um, oh man, I should have pulled this up. Um, Aaron! Again. I had this in mind. You can't edit audio. This is going out live. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, we should end our time with the words of a true poet. From Emily Dickinson, po poet number 1,263. Tell wow. all the truth, but tell it slant. Thanks, everyone, for joining us in our uh, first podcast uh, pilot program of My Bad Poetry. <laughs> we'll see if we, we keep this going. <laughs> That sounded like a really good poem right there at the oh, end. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I found that <laughs> rhythm. <laughs> Rhyme free does matter. It's my bad. It's poetry. <laughs>